Welcome to the final edition of Morning Prayer with Jared. Okay, I'm sorry I had to start off with the dumb April Fool's joke. So April Fool's, no, this isn't the last one. Uh, Alright, so welcome to Morning Prayer on April 1st, the Wednesday after the 5th Sunday in Lent. And uh, I'm going to ask for some feedback here if anyone meets the criteria, uh, really criterion, I think it's just one thing. Uh, if you listen to this, if you need to listen to this or desire to listen to this before 7.30 or by 7.15, let's say, uh, would you just let me know that? So originally, the idea was to have this the prayers up and running by about 7:15 a.m. that way anyone who was going to work and needed to listen before they left home or on their way to work could do so but it wouldn't surprise me if everyone listening is either quarantined at home or retired or something of that nature in which case, it might improve the quality if I wait a little later to record, say like 7.30, um, just to kind of wake up a little bit, drink some water, that sort of thing. So, the plan is probably I'm going to start recording these at 15 to 20 minutes, or almost 45 minutes later than I was, to sort of improve the quality. Unless there's anyone who is needing to listen to these by 7.15. Um, so, yeah, give me that feedback if you're someone who needs to listen to this early because of work. And then I want to help you do that by recording it early. Alright, we'll take a moment of silence and then we'll begin. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant a most merciful Father for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, 
world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my... Sorry. And put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. O come, let us adore him. Psalms appointed for this morning are Psalms 75 and 76. Let us say them responsibly by half verse. Unto you, O God, do we give thanks. Indeed, unto you do we give thanks. Those who call upon your name declare your wondrous works. Surely at the time which I appoint, I, the Lord, will judge according to what is right. The earth shakes with fear and all that dwell therein. But I, even I, have made firm its pillars. I say to the proud, you should not boast. And to the ungodly, do not lift up your horn. Do not lift up your horn on high, nor speak with a stiff neck. For help comes neither from the east nor from the west, nor yet from the wilderness or the mountains. For it is God who is the judge. He puts down one and lifts up another. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is foaming. It is fully mixed, and he pours it out. As for the dregs of it, all the ungodly of the earth shall drink them and drain them out. But I will magnify the God of Jacob and praise him forever. All the horns of the ungodly will I break, but the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. In Judah, God is known. 
his name is great in Israel. At Salem is his tabernacle, and his dwelling is in Zion. There he broke the arrows of the bow, the shield, the sword, and the weapons of battle. You are of more honor and might than the everlasting hills. The strong of heart have been despoiled, they have slept their sleep, and all those whose hands were mighty have lost their strength. At your rebuke, O God of Jacob, both the chariot and horse lie stunned upon the ground. You, even you, are to be feared. And who may stand in your sight when you are angry? You caused your judgment to be heard from heaven. The earth trembled and was silent. When God arose to judgment, and to help all the meek upon the earth, the wrath of man shall be turned to your praise, and the remnant of fierceness you shall restrain. Make a vow unto the Lord your God, and keep it, all you who are round about him. Bring gifts unto him who is worthy to be feared. He restrains the spirit of princes, and is feared among the kings of the earth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus, beginning with the 39th chapter, the first verse. From the blue and purple and scarlet yarns they made finely woven garments for ministering in the holy place. They made the holy garments for Aaron as the Lord had commanded Moses. He made the ephod of gold, blue and purple and scarlet yarns, and fine twined linen. And they hammered out gold leaf, and he cut it into the threads to work into the blue and purple and the scarlet yarns, and into the fine twined linen in skilled design. They made for the ephod attaching shoulder pieces, joined to it at its two edges. And a skillfully woven band on it was of one piece with it, and made like it, of gold, blue, and purple, and scarlet yarns, and fine twined linen, as the Lord had commanded Moses. They made the onyx stones, enclosed in settings of gold filigree, and engraved like the engravings of a signet, according to the names of the sons of Israel. And he set them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod, to be stones of remembrance for the sons of Israel, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He made the breastpiece in skilled work, in the style of the ephod of gold, purple, blue, and scarlet yarns, and fine twined linen. It was square. They made the breastpiece doubled, a span its length, and a span its breadth when doubled. And when they set in it four rows of stones, and they set in it four rows of stones, a row of sardius, topaz, and carbuncle was the first row, and the second row an emerald, a sapphire, and a diamond, and the third row a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst, and the fourth row a beryl, an onyx, and a jasper. They were enclosed in settings of gold filigree. There were twelve stones with their names according to the names of the sons of Israel. They were like signets, each engraved with its name for the twelve tribes. And they made on the breastpiece twisted chains like cords of pure gold. And they made two settings of gold filigree and two gold rings, and put the two rings on the two edges of the breastpiece. And they put the two cords of gold and the two rings at the edges of the breastpiece. They attached the two ends of the two cords to the two settings of filigree. Thus they attached it in front to the shoulder pieces of the ephod. Then they made two rings of gold and put them at the two ends of the breastpiece on its inside edge next to the ephod. And they made two rings of gold and attached them in front to the lower part of the two shoulder pieces of the ephod. 
at its seam above the skillfully woven band of the ephod. And they bound the breastpiece by its rings to the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue, so that it should lie on the skillfully woven band of the ephod, and that the breastpiece should not come loose from the ephod, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He also made the robe of the ephod woven of all of blue, and the opening of the robe in it was like the opening in a garment, with the binding around the opening, so that it might not tear. On the hem of the robe they made pomegranates of blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twined linen. They also made bells of pure gold, and put the bells between the pomegranates all around the hem of the robe, between the pomegranates. A bell and a pomegranate, a bell and a pomegranate, around the hem of the robe for ministering, as the Lord had commanded Moses. They also made the coats woven of fine linen for Aaron and his sons, and the turban of fine linen, and the caps of fine linen, and the linen of undergarments of fine twined linen, and the sash of fine twined linen, and of blue and purple and scarlet yarns, embroidered with needlework, as the Lord had commanded Moses. They made the plate of the holy crown of pure gold, and wrote on it an inscription like the engraving of a signet, holy to the Lord, and they tied it to a cord of blue to fasten it on the turban above, as the Lord had commanded Moses. Thus, all the work of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting was finished, and the people of Israel did according to all that the Lord had commanded Moses. So they did. Then they brought the tabernacle to Moses, the tent and all its utensils, its hooks, its frames, its bars, its pillars, and its bases, the covering of tanned ram skins and goat skins, and the veil of the screen, the ark of the testimony with its poles and the mercy seat, the table with all its utensils, and the bread of the presence, the lampstand of pure gold and its lamps with the lamps set and all its utensils, and the oil for the light, the golden altar, the anointing oil and the fragrant incense, and the screen for the entrance of the tent, the bronze altar and its grating of bronze, its poles and all its utensils, the basin and its stand, the hangings of the court, its pillars and its bases, and the screen for the gate of the court, its cords and its pegs, and all the utensils for the service of the tabernacle for the tent of meeting, the finely worked garments for ministering in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments of his sons for their service as, as priests. According to all that the Lord had commanded Moses, so the people of Israel had done all the work. And Moses saw all the work, and behold, they had done it. As the Lord had commanded, so had they done it. Then Moses blessed them. The word of the Lord. Let us say the Benedictus est Domine responsibly behalfers. Glory to you, Lord God of our fathers. You are worthy of praise. Glory to you. Glory to you for the radiance of your holy name. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you in the splendor of your temple. In the throne of your majesty. Glory to you. Glory to you seated between the cherubim. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you beholding the depths. Glory to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. A reading from the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Mark, beginning with the first chapter, the 32nd verse. That evening at sundown they brought to him all who were sick or oppressed by demons, and the whole city was gathered together at the door, and he healed many who were sick with various diseases, 
and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak, because they knew him. And rising very early in the morning while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him, and they found him and said to him, Everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, Let us go on to the next towns, that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. And he went throughout all Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. And a leper came to him, imploring him, and kneeling, said to him, If you will, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him, and he was made clean. And Jesus sternly charged him and sent him away at once, and said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded for a proof to them. But he went out and began to talk freely about it, and to spread the news, so that Jesus could no longer openly enter a town, but was out in desolate places, and people were coming to him from every quarter. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, should be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, 
and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, you alone can bring into order the unruly wills and affections of sinners. Grant your people grace to love what you command and desire what you promise, that, among the swift and varied changes of this world, our hearts may surely there be fixed where true joys are to be found. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Defend us by your mighty power that we may not fall into sin or run into any danger, and that, guided by your Spirit, we may do what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love and the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your Spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you, for the honor of your name. Amen. Now I invite you to offer your intercessions and thanksgivings to God. Let us say together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Well, um, let's see. The Exodus reading. Talk about that for a minute. <clears throat> There's something about after having read through, uh, you know, first, I guess it was something like chapters, I don't know, 25 to 30, and then reading through, what, chapters 35 to 39, and so you, you get to this final paragraph of this chapter, and it just is a, it's kind of a summary of, of everything that we've read took so much time to read in all this detail 
right? They did according to all that the Lord had commanded Moses. So, and you see how it kind of works out uh, from the center to the most outer parts, and that's the way they were described in the instructions and the way they were built in the 30s of Exodus. Um, so, you know, you start with the tabernacle, the tent, which is the tent, and its utensils, its hooks, its frames, its bars, its pillars, and bases, and then the coverings that go over the tabernacle. Okay, now we're looking at the central central part of the tabernacle, the holy, most holy place. So, Ark of the Testimony with its poles and mercy seat, and then you're worked out to the holy place, which is outside the veil of the most holy place. So you got the table and the bread of presence, the lampstand, and the golden altar with its oil and incense. So the golden altar is different from the bronze altar. The golden altar is the altar of incense, right? And you can notice everything in within the tabernacle is gold, right? And then the things outside the tabernacle in the court are bronze. So that is kind of differentiation of the level of holiness. You know, bronze is not as great as gold, and so that area is not as holy. All right, and so after you get done with the things in the holy place, uh, you got the screen for the entrance of the tent. Then the bronze altar and its grating, its poles, its ut so the bronze altar is where they would make sacrifices outside the uh, tent and just in the court. And then the basin and its stand. So the basin is where the priests would wash themselves, right? I mean, it's really crazy, and I, f I found a few YouTube videos that where people try to kind of reenact some of these things, and they've actually built models. It's really interesting. It helps you to visualize it, but. And I haven't seen them model the actual like slaughtering of the animals or anything, so don't hear that. But, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, all the blood, all the body parts, I mean, there, there must have been blood just everywhere. And so you can imagine, yeah, they needed water to be able to clean themselves before they went in the tent and such. So, all right, the water basin... And then uh, the hangings of the court. So all the curtains that kind of made up the wall of the court with the pillars, bases, and all that. And then you get to the garments that Moses wore and then his son that his sons wore. Um, so anyway, like, I don't know if this is the way we're supposed to feel when we read Scripture, but when I read that paragraph, I almost just felt felt this great... Uh, sense of accomplishment, you know, like I'd come full circle. It's like, oh, I remember reading all the chapters about these things in great detail, and now I get to read this one paragraph, kind of summing it all up. Uh, so anyway, it feels like the crown, the reward for working um, through all those chapters. So I don't know if anyone else will feel the same way, but when I got to that paragraph, it's just like, oh, here we go. It's all in one place. So anyway, that's just one thing that might happen sometimes in reading scripture. When you, uh, I, w I always like that when you read something in scripture that sort of summarizes or reviews. Now, don't get me wrong; sometimes it can get redundant. It, it can feel redundant, in in other words. But um, I kind of like places where salvation history is reviewed, like whether it's in the Psalms or it's Stephen's speech in Acts seven, or um, you know, the Hall of faith as we call it Hebrews 11 just places that you know especially if you're walking through the Old Testament I like to do this with students if I'm reading through the Old Testament 
after we kind of get through a whole sort of episode or something it's like oh hey let's go to hebrews 11 or let's go to Acts 7 and see just see the way that that was summarized you know in the whole story that stephen gives before his martyrdom um let's get their take on it right and it's kind of cool to see those things or, or i think that even happens in other places in the old testament if i knew my bible better i could tell you with certainty but i think there are places where when they return to the land after exile they kind of walk through the whole thing but by the whole thing i just kind of mean like from abraham you know through moses through david and those sorts of things but all right i'm rambling again trying to ramble too much um hope you guys have a good day we'll pray tonight so until next time Oh wait, one more thing, man, and and I, I'm about to say this next time too because you guys probably all like have left by now, so I'll try to say this at the beginning tonight. But as I'm looking at the analytics and the data of who's listening, I mean I don't know who's listening, but how many people are listening, I've been really surprised at the number of people supposedly listening on podcast, and I don't know if I just I don't know what the analytics mean, but. It's more than I thought, and by more than I thought, I mean like 10 people or something, but if you're one of those 10 people, and you go to my church, Redeemer, because for anyone who might be listening in, I just want to make it clear, I'm not doing all this to become like Anglican famous or something, like I'm just making these for my church, but they are public, so anyone could listen in, but if you're someone who's listening on podcast, and you go to my church, would you just tell me that, um, because... It is a little bit extra work for me to do the, you know, put it on the podcast. I mean, not much, but um, that would just help me know how significant or important it is to keep doing the, keep posting it as a podcast. But if it turns out like, wait, no one's actually listening to that, then I might just not do that. So if you're listening on podcasts, please let me know. I'm interested to know that now until next time.